In Hilchus Tefillah Berchus Kainim in Perik Tazvav, the Ramam discusses things that would prevent a Kain from being able to do Berchus Kainim. The Ramam begins by saying that there are six things that prevent a Kain from being able to do Berchus Kainim: not being able to say properly, different kinds of blemishes that we'll talk about, avarice, age, intoxication, and impure hands. Regarding not being able to say things properly, the Ramam describes someone who says an aleph like an ayin or an ayin like an aleph, for those who know, then that would be an example of that. Or someone who says shibailas, instead of saying a shin, they say a samach. So instead of shibailas, they say sibailas. They do not do berchas kainim. Additionally, any kain who speaks in a way that's very unclear and it's hard for people to understand him, they do not do berchas kainim. Ramam continues and explains what kind of blemishes would make a kain unfit to do berchas kainim. If a kain had bent over fingers or they were covered with white spots, then the kain cannot do berchas kainim because people will be distracted and look at them. Additionally, someone who their saliva dribbles when they talk or a person who is blind in one eye should not do berchas kainim. But if the people know them well in the town and they know about this eye and they won't get distracted by him, then he could do berchas kainim. Additionally, a kain whose hands are colored purple or scarlet should not do berchas kainim. But if lots of people in the town have similar jobs that cause their hands to be this colored, then it's okay. The Ramam continues and says that the various that disqualify a kain from doing berchas kainim is if a kain killed someone, even if he did tshuva, or if he served a vaydazara, even if he was forced or did it inadvertently. The Ramam continues and says that regarding age, a young kain should not do berchas kainim until he grows a full beard. And regarding intoxication, what it means is that if a kain drinks a revius of wine at one time, he should not do berchas kainim until the effects of the wine wear off. This is because we associate berchas kainim with Avaita in the base of Mikdash, which one is not allowed to do if they're intoxicated. If a kain drank a revius of wine on two different occasions, or they mixed a small amount of water in it, then it's mutter to do berchas kainim. But if he drank more than a revius, even if it was mixed with water or drank in two separate times, he should not do berchas kainim until the effects of the wine wear off. The Rambam also describes the exact amount of the volume of a revius. See Halacha Dalit for more details. The Rambam continues and says that a kain has to wash his hands first, otherwise he's not able to do berchas kainim. The Rambam continues and says that a kain that didn't have any of these disqualifying factors, even if he does other things that are wrong, he still does berchas kainim. Since it's a mitzvah's asay to do, we don't tell a person, continue being evil and wicked and don't do mitzvahs. We don't say something like that. Parenthetically, this is one of the things that the Rebbe brings as a proof why we put on film on people, even if they don't do other mitzvahs. The Rambam says that a person shouldn't wonder, how could it help if someone who's not appropriate is giving me a bracha, because the bracha is not really coming from the kain, it's coming from the to The kainim are just a conduit in order to bring the bracha to the person. The Rambam continues and says that people that are behind the kainim are not part of the berchas kainim, but people are standing on the sides are part of the bracha. In front of the kainim, even if there was a wall made of steel, they're still considered part of the bracha, and it's not considered a hefzik. The Ramam continues and says the birchas kainim is done with a minion, and the kainim could be part of the minion. And in a shul where the, all of the minion is made up of kainim, they all do birchas kainim. And their bracha impacts their brothers that are in the north and in the south. And the women and the children are the ones who answer amin. The Ramam continues and says that if you have a minion that the only person who's chazan is a kayin and he's the only kayin there, he should not do berchas kainim. But if he's confident that he could do berchas kainim and not get distracted of where he's up to, then he's allowed to do it. Additionally, if there's no kayin there, then when the chazan gets to Sim Shalim, he says a special abridged version of berchas kainim called Alekinu Velkeaviseinu that's found in Arshmanesrei's. The Ram continues and says that a kayin that finished doing berchas kainim and then went to another shul and they are up to berchas kainim now, he does berchas kainim even many times in one day. If a kayin did not move his feet when the chazan said ritzay, he does not go up for berchas kainim. But if he did move his feet, but it took him a long time, it still counts and he can go up and do berchas kainim. 
The Ramam concludes by saying that any kind that does not go up to do Berchas Kainim is over on three Mitzasasei, and any kind that does not bless others is not blessed, but one who does bless becomes blessed himself. This is the end of Hilchas Tefillah on Berchas Kainim with the help of Hashem.